peace be with you as we celebrate Jesus' triumphant ascension into heaven. His ascension means that his triumph is complete and total. He who was crucified, died, and rose from the dead alive now takes his victory with him to sit at God's right hand in power and majesty. He is triumphant over all things forever. And so we worship him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. God has ascended with shouts of joy amid the sounding of trumpets. Alleluia. Christ says, I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Alleluia. Christ reigns as King, seated at the right hand of God. Everything is placed under his feet. Alleluia. Christ says, I am with you always, to the end of the age. And so, we celebrate him And we speak to him in our confession. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore we revere you. Lord Jesus, when you were about to depart into heaven, you lifted your hands in blessing and promised to be with us always. We need your living spirit that we may be people of hope and anticipation. We need you to return us to joy. As the disciples return from Christ's ascension filled with joy, so may you also be renewed in Christ's saving promise. By the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we pray, Almighty God, as Jesus ascended into the heavens, so may we also ascend in heart and mind and dwell there with him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate Jesus' ascension, we turn to God's word uh, for the first account of Jesus' ascension. We turn to the book of Acts, chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Luke writes, In my former book, Theophilus, God-lover, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, 
Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. We turn to the writings of St. Paul, his epistle letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. Paul writes, For this reason... Ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter, beginning at verse 44. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. 
He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you've been clothed with power from on high. And when he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We think of each day as having a beginning and an end. We wake up with the sun and go to bed with the moon. Some days can feel short, and some days can feel long. Today, you and I get to celebrate a very special and amazing day the day Jesus ascended triumphant into heaven. Well, I imagine that that day was a day that started with the sun coming up in a warm glow, and that day ended under the cool and quiet of the moon. But somewhere in between, God turned that one short day into an infinite day, an eternal day that has no end. Within the light of that one day, Jesus' disciples watched as Jesus ascended into the blue sky. Finally, hidden from their sight as he rose upwards, Jesus just kept going until he reached the glories of heaven. In heaven, Jesus entered into his eternal and almighty, never-ending reign as sovereign and victorious king in heaven. An eternal day that will have no end had just begun. Every day that Jesus had spent with his disciples they became a little more certain that Jesus knows the way to heaven. But on that day, the day of his ascension, as they saw him rise into the sky, they began to see what this might actually mean. 
they could only watch with their eyes for so long before Jesus just disappeared from their view. And they would have to see the rest of Jesus' journey into heaven with the eyes of their heart. Jesus himself had given them this new spiritual way of seeing with the eyes of the heart illuminated by the living Spirit of God. With God's wisdom and his revelation, the eyes of your heart and mine can see very far into eternal things. Yes, you and I wake up and we're glad to see the sunshine, letting us see the wonders of a new day. But with the eyes of our heart, what we see is even greater. Because Jesus, the Son of the living God, came to join us here. Well, then everything looks different. Our short little days under the sun... They go by so quickly sometimes, don't they? And Jesus wanted us to be able to see more than just the daylight can show us. What Jesus wants us to see changes the way we see everything. Seeing Jesus after his resurrection, his triumph over death... His new life begun, well, that dramatically changed the way his disciples saw the entire world. Jesus alive again after his death, this makes everything look brighter. And they had listened to Jesus tell them about the glories of heaven, but now it got a lot more real. There really is eternal life, and just looking at Jesus... They could see heaven itself. That day when they first saw him alive after his resurrection, well, that day could only be surpassed by this day when Jesus led them out into the grassy hillsides, the beautiful rolling country near Jerusalem, and there Jesus shared intimate words with them and he blessed them and consoled them and he shared so much with this band of comrades. And then what happened next would be hard to describe. St. Luke tries to describe it once and then, well, years later, he tries again. He tells the story a couple different ways with different insights, but he always sticks with this one description where he says, Jesus was taken up. Jesus was being drawn upwards. The same mighty strength that had raised Jesus from the dead was now lifting him away from the earth, upwards toward the heavenly realms. God the Father was drawing his Son to the empty throne by his right hand. This the place of highest honor and authority 
This is now where Jesus belongs. Here a new eternal day begins. The book of Revelation tells us here there will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light. As Jesus was taken up into the sky toward heaven, Jesus could already hear the music of the planets and the stars. He could already see the angels dancing at his feet. And for millennia, artists have tried to imagine all this with the eyes of their heart. And with the eyes of their heart, poets and hymn writers have celebrated how great and glorious is Jesus, that he doesn't even need wings to fly like a bird into the sky. The eyes of your heart and mine are lit up with clarity when we join the disciples on that grassy hillside as they stare up into the sky in amazement at what they had just seen. And they are astonished to find that now they've been joined by two men in white. These angels say, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who's been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way that you have seen him go into heaven. If you and I keep these words of the angels in mind, well, we will never look at the sky in the same way again. Behind every cloud is the expectation of seeing Jesus returning to us. It's like the angels are describing to us one very long day. In this new day when Jesus is taken up into the sky... Jesus will sit down in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority and dominion and every title that can be given in this time. In this eternal day, all things will be placed at his feet and he will begin his rule. Jesus will fill everything in every way. And then like a mama bird that comes back to the nest at the end of the day. Jesus will return to us to cover us with his protective wings forever. Jesus will come back to us who have looked for him with the eyes of our hearts. And then we will see with all our senses a day that has no end. This hope and this faith already fill our days with the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. 
even in the darkness of the night. We can wait with quiet hearts and peaceful minds. Like the watchman in his tower, we wait for the break of day. And we know that we will see the power and mighty strength of Jesus, triumphant and victorious forever. So let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father in heaven, we praise you and thank you and worship you that you drew Jesus up through the air in his triumphant ascension into heaven. Bless us and be with us. Open the eyes of our hearts with hope and faith and trust that now, seated in power in the heavenly realms, Jesus, our triumphant Savior, is with us now all the more. Today, and then one day he will come to begin his eternal day in which we will share with him in heaven all of his blessing. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. pray, O Lord Jesus Christ, you are exalted far above all things of this earth. At your name, every knee should bow, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Accept our praise and adoration. We praise and exalt you who are at the right hand of God the Father, and we pray on this day in celebration of Jesus' return to heaven and his crowning as King and Lord of all. With hope and confidence, we bring our cares and concerns to the throne room of heaven 
And we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. We thank you for the many appearances you made after your resurrection, showing that you had risen from the dead, alive and victorious. We thank you for the faithful who witnessed your ascension and then spoke of your glory. Thank you for these witnesses to your resurrection and ascension who inspire us to hope and trust in you. Ascended above all things, help us, Lord, to be your hands of kindness. Help us to be your feet of mercy. Help us to be your voice of love and compassion. And we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we pray in thanks for our families. Bless and be with them. We also pray for our young people, especially for our students as they complete their studies in these weeks. Be with them and bless and protect them. With hope and confidence, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray for the healing of the nations. We pray for our world that there would be peace and justice, security and dignity for all. With hope and confidence, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we pray for those who especially need your care at this time, and we pray for those we name before you in our hearts. We pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray that we may be of encouragement and support to each other as we prepare for our heavenly journey to your ascension throne, where we may see your glory forevermore. With hope and confidence, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all the saints who have completed their earthly journeys and are now in your eternal presence, Lord, we give you thanks. May we live in anticipation of what is yet to be for us by your gracious design. With hope and confidence, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy and grant us your peace. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you have taught us to pray and that you remember us in your kingdom. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. 
But to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. In the words of Psalm 47, clap your hands, all peoples, shout to God with loud songs of joy. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. He is ascended indeed. Alleluia. Christ is ascended. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.